0: Hey, what's up, Chicago? <laughs> Welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. Uh, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Miss Hip Hop, AKA Queen Star. And today is Fresh Music Friday Film Review. That's right, mixed in with a little music, too. I am actually reviewing the sequel to Coming to America. And just off top of the head and everything, um, I heard everybody get their commentary on it, so to speak. And it, it wasn't all that great or whatever. I'm like, oh shoot, let me stop looking at this and go get my own opinion, you know? So when I looked at the movie, A, I was really excited before the movie even came out because I knew it was coming, you know? And then when I was able to sit down and watch it, I was happy too for a number of reasons. Um, one, the nostalgic feeling was there off the bat due to the lovely creations of the outfits and the design of the outfit i think that was like whoa (laughs) so shout out to beautiful ruth Eve carter uh you definitely did your thing ruth Eve carter you guys she actually made the um the design for uh do the right thing with spike lee so she was on set with them too so she's very iconic in her own way as well especially when it comes down to fashion So that's one reason why I was digging the film, because it pulled me into the fashion, you know? So the other part of why I was so excited for the film, well duh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, iconic actor, legendary, um, and all that he does, um, man, he's so freaking funny. I really liked him in, um, what's it called? Vampire in Brooklyn, that was effing funny. And speaking of funny, I think that was some of the problem that people were going after, like, oh, it wasn't funny. You know, no, it wasn't. It was corny. It was corny, but it was corny funny. You know, it was was like, oh, my God, (laughs) y'all really not being as subtle as you as you could be. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the introduction of new characters, such as Wesley Snipes. Oh, his character was on point, y'all. He made me freaking laugh as soon as the camera revealed him. I was rolling. As soon as he opened up his mouth, the nostalgical feeling for me was, oh my God, he's doing the accent like how I first heard Eddie do it in uh, Coming to America, the the first one, you know, and that's, and I was just like, I just loved it because it was just so like refreshing, you know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, when he was doing the African accent, you can hear, well, they weren't laughing on set, but you could feel everybody like busting up laughing in their head like, oh my God, I can't believe Wesley Snipes like doing this and he did it so freaking well I just loved it and so let's just go ahead to the new some another new character um Jamal Fowler um Jermaine Fowler I'm sorry he was actually I'm just using the words from the movie y'all the bastard child they were looking for in New York and then which is why Eddie and his crew came from Africa Zumande uh that's a fictional uh, kingdom in Africa so they came they flew from Africa to New York to find him and that's kind of like what the story was about and everything like that but I'm getting back to why this movie is still considered a freaking classic okay number one let's get into the characters okay I already said Eddie Murphy, you know, what I'm saying Eddie Murphy's name. I got my little notes here, guys. So I'm gonna move on to the next character, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones was one of the original characters of Coming to America. He was the king, a uh, king, I mean, he was a uh, Prince Hakeem's father, you feel me? So that was classic right there. Just to open my eyes and see that some of the same characters from '88 were there in 2021, and it was pretty dope to me. Uh, speaking of another character, Sherry Headley, girl, you beautiful. Okay, like she still looks the same. She played Lisa. Um, that was Prince Iking's admiration, who he wanted to make his queen, and he brought her back to Africa, so monday You know, so it was pretty cool and everything like that. And I cannot forget seeing Arsenio's tall face. Oh, my God. That was a blast from the past. You know, remember we used to have his uh, late night talk show? I just miss these people so much that that's why this, this film, to me, was very special because it was like a reunion of all the beautiful black people. I mean, I you know, just just beautiful people in general, you know what I'm saying? Um beautiful iconic characters that we cannot forget, you know what I'm saying? Um who else was in this boom? Morgan Freeman was in it. Morgan Freeman is dope and he you know he legendary. Now let's get into the music. Okay. <laughs> let's get into the music. Okay. Tiana Taylor, she played um like a princess that was supposed to be with the uh Prince Hakim's son that they found in New York. And you know, she was just playing her Ditzy, uh, a Ditzy character, so to speak, but she was only trying to be like, you know, bowing down to her king, da, da da. But he didn't want that. He wanted somebody with confidence and he wanted somebody who had a mind of their own. And just with the daughter's in here, that's what most men want that are not shallow you know you really want to uh you know a chainsaw or whatever like be yourself or whatever anyway so let's get back to the film there were so many iconic people in here oh let's talk about the comedians oh my gosh you guys the comedians leslie jones leslie Leslie, listen 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 <laughs> your character was so dope okay and it was dope because it was you in a different light. Like I've never seen Leslie because she's so funny. She always funny anyway. She was funny in the film too, but she was a different type of funny. Like she was one of the elements that captured uh, the nostalgical feeling of bringing both the past and the present together within the film. Okay, you have to watch it because I don't even know how they did it, but they had like the young Eddie Murphy back in the flashback when um, Leslie, which is the, um, the mother of the uh the kid in New York which was played by Jermaine Fowler. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a a good dynamic because Lisa in the film played by Sherry Headley, y'all know this. Anyway, she um she became really you know chummy with uh Leslie's character and I thought it was funny because it was like it was just like two If it was a split screen, it was like one from the past and one from the present. It was really cool, though. That's just what I saw in my mind, and it just kept me on my toes to see, like, okay, how they going to fit this scene in, or how they going to do this, or how they going to do that. So shout out to, you know, all the writers and the film directors. Y'all did y'all thing, for real. Like, kudos to you guys. And shout out to, like I said, some of the more musical Presence there, which was Gladys Knight, uh huh, Salt and Pepper in Vogue, you know what I'm saying? Um, then the reason why I'm shouting out the music so much in the film because remember, you guys, like in the late 80s up into the 90s, the the most prevalent thing in these films was the soundtrack. Do you remember how? how excited as a kid or a teenager you were like oh my god I got to get the soundtrack to this film you know Blue da. we had to do all of that you know what I'm saying and because it was the music that brought the cinema to life you know so shout out to the music producers on um the soundtrack too because they had uh people like Megan Thee Stallion up on the soundtrack and y'all gotta go watch that excuse me Drinking some water, you guys. But anyway, let's get it back on to it. Now, the reason why I pointed out the music so much is because if you remember 30 years ago, <laughs> Michael Jackson had a song and his the song was um, Remember the Time, duh. And that's what made it so special too. So Michael Jackson did a song three years prior to the film releasing, and he had the concept of coming to America in his video, Remember the Time. So go back and check that video out too. Shout out to Michael Jackson. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was pretty cool because you cannot listen to music without thinking about Michael Jackson. And I just feel like the whole film of coming to America, people took it too serious. Like you know, oh, it's supposed to be exactly like this, oh, exactly like that. Like, no, this is new. It's kind of like a spoof, you know, a spoof of coming to America. Now, Eddie probably wouldn't like me saying that because he's like, no, it wasn't. But it's just so funny that it kind of was. It was like a lot of random moments in there and dealing with the music. Like, you know, see salt and pepper. Like, what? This is so cool, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what what I really liked about it. I like the nostalgical flashbacks and I like the fashion um, I like the fact that some of the um, the original characters from 33 years ago were present in 2021, still looking beautiful and the same. Shout out to John Amos. Um, you guys are dope. And the film was done with good intentions. You know what I'm saying? And if you have an open mind, then you can like, kind of like, don't like, you don't have to criticize it because Yeah, it was corny as hell, but it was funny though. You know, it was corny, corny funny. But again, I'm focusing more on the characters that were still there, the music and the fashion. And that's what Coming to America too is all about. It's a play on words too, because they didn't say Coming to America too; It's Coming to America, because the 2 is already in there. So yeah, lost the words. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. Tell me what you thought about the film if you guys watched it. Just leave a comment below. And don't forget to follow me on my IG, Speak Your Mind Radio. And don't forget to click that like button and subscribe to the channel. And share it to your fans, uh, your fans, your your family and friends. All right, guys, peace.